0: This is a What If I Told You podcast, a show that may have a new logo, uh, but we're still the same pod bitches eating breakfast and talking shit per usual.
1: As you live and breathe.
0: I am like slightly winded from walking up your seven, well, I guess, I don't know, 12 stairs that you have. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about getting Taco Bell. (laughs) Cool. Uh,
1: I haven't eaten today. I've had... About a pot of coffee.
0: Yeah, I haven't eaten either. It's now one thirty p.m. Yeah, this is... This is not work for
1: me, typically. But I had a lot of things I needed to get done immediately before we started recording today. And we just recorded our Delphi episode, so... Yeah. Um, I just didn't have time to eat.
0: Yeah, I just laid on the couch this morning and started the new season of Stranger Things. And came here so yeah please check out our tiktok and our instagram because that's where all the shit is and all the information you need do that Yep. send us an email send us a dm we'll talk to you
1: we we absolutely will talk to you so yeah please don't be intimidated
0: by our star power let me try to find a chip's basement chip's
1: basement out with the old in with the new that's our motto right now yeah
0: A couple weeks ago, we got a text at 11.09 p.m. It read, So, I know it's late, but I have a quick fun fact. It's fairly difficult to acquire large quantities of acid, but caustic soda, which is an ingredient in soap, is much easier to obtain and can decompose a body in a timely manner. I don't know if we should be saying this to the public. Mmm. You know, um...
1: Google will tell them that the exact same that's thing. That's
0: true. We're good. We're good. Today, we are telling you a little ghosty story. Yeah. Because it, it's June. It's it, time for ghost
1: stories. That's right. This is the time whenever people have bonfires and like parties outside at night. And ghosts love that. Ghosts don't just frolic about in October. No. It's also part murder. It's also part murder.
0: Murder mystery. So this story
1: literally has everything you could ever want in a story.
0: It is the story of the Greenbrier ghost. Ooh. All right. So what's the Greenbrier ghost you may be asking? Well, we're going to tell you. Elva Zona Heaster Shoe was a blooming young wife with Erasmus Stribling Trout Shoe. Her handsome husband had their whole lives ahead of them. Then Zona suddenly died from heart failure or maybe complications from a miscarriage. Or was it murder? Mm. The Greenbrier groat. I don't like saying this. This is a real tongue twister. I am just going to say the Green Ghost from now on. Sure. I think Greenbrier is where they lived. Okay the town the green ghost sure is the name popularly given to the alleged ghost of elva zona heaster shoe <laughs> why with the four <laughs> names who he- was i just can't okay go on the young woman in Greenbrier county west virginia united states
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that maybe some people wouldn't understand that west virginia is in the u.s
0: yeah <laughs> She was murdered in 1897. Initially judged a death by natural causes, the court later declared that the woman had been murdered by her husband, What? following testimony by her mother, Mary Jane Heaster, in which she claimed that her daughter's spirit revealed the true cause of death. (sighs) Here we go. Here
1: we go. Of course, it's always the husband. Yep. So... Um, all right, so we're gonna break this down real quick. In October, oh shit, this happened in October. No, wait, they got married in October. Never mind. What? So in October of 1896. Now the any 1800s year, for whatever reason, my brain wants to say 19. Yeah, I almost said in 1996. <laughs> um, in 1896, Elva. Zona Heaster, who went by her middle name, Zona, met a blacksmith named Erasmus Stribling Trout Shoe. And he went by Trout Shoe and married him soon after taking his name, obviously. On January 23rd, 1897, Zona was found dead in her home. And the cause of death was listed as, quote, childbirth. But I don't think she was actively birthing a child at this point. Oh, I mean, whatever. So God only knows what
0: it is meant
1: as childbirth.
0: We as women live and die by children. So, you know, that's why we are put here.
1: Yeah, and our, you know, the maternal mortality rate in this country is abysmal. Being a first world country. Cool. I'm so glad. It makes me really want to get pregnant. <laughs> um, anyway, so she was buried on January 24th of 1897 in the local cemetery, now known as the Seoul Chapel Methodist Cemetery. Her mother, Mary Jane Heaster, later claimed to have seen Zona's ghost at her bedside. According to Mary Jane's story, Zona insisted that Erasmus had murdered her. Hmm. So, Mary had been against the marriage of Zona and Trout from the beginning. Trout shoe. That's what he went by. Trout shoe. Don't know why. From the beginning of their courtship, Mary was like, nah, don't like it. Yeah. So, it's not really known if Mary knew that... Trout Shoe had a sketchy past, but for whatever reason, she just didn't like him.
0: Motherly instinct, I suppose. Motherly
1: instinct. So, let's talk about shoes' history. First, he had served two years in the state penitentiary for stealing a horse. Now, I feel like this is a common crime back in the day. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, yes, exactly. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem like a sinister crime to me at all. You know, desperation. Yeah. Maybe you just like that horse. Horses are unique creatures. They're very majestic and beautiful. Yeah. And sometimes you just see a horse and you're like, fuck, that horse is awesome. you got to steal it. And you got to steal it. There was this farm on, like, the back roads that we used to take going from my mom's house to my dad's house. Mm-hmm. And it was a horse farm, so they had a shit ton of horses in there. And for a short period of time, there was this one particular horse that was the most beautiful horse I've ever seen in my whole life. So its face was black, and it had, like, a white patch on its forehead. Its mane was black. Its tail was black. and But it it's almost like it was down the center of its body just a black stripe and its sides were all white so when you looked at it profile it just looked like a black outline around it and the center was white Aww. and i was like i don't know nine and i was just like dad you gotta have I, it i want that thing I wasn't like a ho- I wasn't a, wasn't an equestrian as a young child. I mean, I rode horses now and then. It's
0: not well. Every nine year old wants a horse, you know.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty standard. Yeah. I I wanted that one specifically.
0: <laughs> I mean, I had a horse. I didn't get to pick it out, but his name was Tony the Pony. But he was a horse, not a pony. Yeah, but I mean, you know, people call him ponies still. He was pretty. Yeah, he was a uh, paint. And he was mainly white and brown mm-hmm. with an all-white face, um, but he had black socks. That's cool. Yeah. And his mane was all white, but he had, like, one black streak down his mane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's awesome. He was a great guy. Yeah. We had two horse. Well, my, grand- my dad's
1: parents had two horses that were just kind of around my whole young life. One of them was a paint. Her name was Patches. And she Aww. was a bit of a bitch, but she was... She typically liked women to ride her. Okay. She did not like men to ride her. So my mom usually rode her. And the other horse was all white. Think the horse that Gandalf the White rides in Two Towers and in Return of the King. All white. Got it. Shadow Facts. That's the name of him. (laughs) Uh, Ours was Star. His name was Star. And he was an amazing horse. He was really good for like kids to ride, so yeah. I usually rode Star. And he got struck by lightning. My day has been ruined. <laughs> um so yeah, that sucked and it was really sad, but those were like my two childhood horses. So, anyway. RIP Star. RIP Star. Um, so yeah,
0: totally get that Trout Shoe (laughs) stole a horse. Yeah. With gas prices these days, I'm about to steal a horse.
1: I mean, for fucking real,
0: bro. I'm going to have to convince Luke to let me work from home because your girl can't afford to get to work anymore.
1: See, this is one of the things that I have been thinking about in approaching my boss to ask to like work a hybrid schedule is when I started at my current job the drive and gas didn't even matter to me cuz gas is like 2 dollars a gallon or like 250
0: and now it's literally double that yeah it is 439 a gallon right now yeah so now we're
1: it's a different conversation yeah <laughs> like you can give me a raise maybe mhm or let me work a hybrid schedule or both yeah, both preferably preferably both um so That's part of the conversation now. It has to be. Yeah. Because I don't think gas prices are going to go down anytime soon. No. That's what economists are projecting, that they're not going to go down, they're actually going to go up.
0: So, uh, yeah. We're going to have to sell some feet pics or something. Fuck. You're right. Well. Time to get petties. Yeah. I'm going to have to get some makeup to cover up
1: my tattoos so nobody can identify me.
0: Damn it! I forgot about that. You can just pose certain ways where it's covered. Yeah,
1: yeah. Makeup and also video uh, Photoshop. Yeah, we'll just Photoshop those. that shit out.
0: We can share an account.
1: Cool. <laughs> you know, this is just the the witty OnlyFans <laughs> <laughs> that were selling fee pics. <laughs> so check back. We might have a new business venture.
0: We'll uh. We'll post our link in our
1: bio. Oh, <laughs> um, dude, I'm... Listen. If the cards are down... <laughs>
0: I am not I below selling feet v- pics. I mean,
1: come on. Exactly. I am I'm not opposed. If you can't see my face,
0: fuck it. Listen, I'll even show you some ankle. Listen. Seriously. This is what the world has come to, and we're not responsible for it. Exactly. So we're just adapting.
1: We're at eight percent inflation. Fucking chicken is nine dollars a goddamn pound. Gas is forty-seven thousand dollars a
0: gallon. And chicken used to be the main protein of a struggle meal. Yeah. Now it's a fucking bougie ass treat night. Yeah.
1: It's it's supposed to be poor people
0: food. Listen, yeah. I've been poor my whole life, guys. I know poor people food. You can't even buy two tiny chicken breasts for less than nine fifty anymore. What the fuck? Yeah. But think, sell a feet pick for fifty bucks. Boom, chicken for the week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did you spend your OnlyFans check on? Chicken, chicken breast and thighs. <laughs> oh, all right. God. Back
0: to the ghost and Erasmus or whatever the fuck his name is.
1: Erasmus. That's that's kind of like the name Rasputin from like the whatever. Yeah, you know the Russian story. What is that name? What are those people? The Romanovs. Yeah. It can't, I knew it was going to come to me. Erasmus, Rasputin. They sound very similar. It's, it's giving probably me, the same. It's giving me very villain vibes. Yeah. He killed her for sure. He killed her. 100%. Um, so the next points of Trout Shoes history are very sketchy indeed. So... He had apparently been married twice before he met Zona. She was obviously not aware of these previous marriages. And his first wife divorced him because... I think she listed cruelty, but also that he had abandoned her and their child. So Mm. that's why she divorced him. It's shitty, but not necessarily indicative that he's a murderer. Yeah. But hold on to your hats. His second wife... Died after Shu accidentally dropped a brick on her head. Uh, he says he did this while he was making repairs to their home.
0: I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that was intentional.
1: Yeah. 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 He, he definitely killed her. So... Clearly, Mary Jane's intuition was on point when it came to Trout Shoe, and it's just another point to show that women have been out here with a sixth sense for creeps since day one. Absolutely. We're out here sniffing out the creeps, Mm -hmm. and Mary Jane is a perfect example. Yeah. Since Mary did not approve of the marriage, Zona and Trout had to elope. There's no word in the story about Zona's father. So I don't know if he was alive because typically at this point in history it would have been her father who kind of had the ultimate say-so and who she married. And eloping was a huge no-no at the time. So the woman, if she eloped, would have been basically ruined in the eyes of society. Right. Whereas the man usually came out Squeaky clean. Duh. Um, And in the 19th century, daughters were essentially the property of their fathers until they married and became the property of their husbands. So that was fucking cool. Um, But, you know, we like to think we've changed as a society. But the fact that as women, we cannot even get a tubal ligation without the consent of our husbands... But they can get vasectomies willy-nilly, so they can be off work for the NCAA basketball tournament. Should show us that we are not as far
0: as we would like to think. Yeah, and it's a a good, you know, how many years later was this? A hundred and some. Yeah. One hundred twenty-five. Yeah. We it's could. Fucked up.
1: Yeah, we. There's a lot that could be said. About that particular topic. That's yeah. for
0: another time. Another time. Rant suspended. Let's talk about Zona's suspicious death. Let's do. On January 23rd, 1897, according to the Monroe Watchman, mm. Trout Shoe left his blacksmith shop and went to a nearby house and asked the son of this house to see if Mrs. Shoe wanted to send to the store for anything. Yeah.
1: That's how they worded it, you know, send
0: for a,
1: send for something. Right. You know, it makes sense. Yeah.
0: The boy found her lying uh, on the floor dead. First of all, why is he just stopping in a random house to have a little boy who lived there go ask his wife if she needed anything at the store? Um... Of course, we realize that he actually did this because he wanted to set it up as though he didn't know Zona was dead. So having the boy go ask her if she needed something kind of backs that up.
1: Mm-hmm. Makes it look like he thought she was alive. Right. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. Um, so having someone else discover her body kind of distances Trout from being the murderer. Yes. But whatever. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking weird to stop at a random house and send a child on any kind of errand.
1: Yeah. Was this normal at the time? You just, like, go knock on the door and you're like, Hey, bud, can you run down to my house and see if my wa- my wife needs anything?
0: Even though I'm on my way home?
1: Yeah, even though I quite literally am about to be going there? Can you just run on ahead? <laughs>
0: fucking weird. Super weird. Later, the Greenbrier Independent would report from Trout Shue's trial for the murder, and after Dr. Knapp was unable to resuscitate Zona, Shue requested that the doctor make no further examination of the body. Mm. He assisted in dressing the body, and in doing so, put around her neck a high collar and a large veil several times folded and tied in a large bow under the chin um, so that the head was observed by a number of witnesses to be very loose upon the neck and would drop from side to side when not supported.
1: I feel like that's a huge red flag. I don't like that. That seems like, um, Dr. Knapp should have maybe insisted. Like, hey, I'm a doctor. Let me assess the body a little more. Yeah. So, seems like
0: negligence?
1: A little bit. This is. I'd, the, say,
0: I'd say negligence.
1: Yeah. This is pre-20th century. <laughs> this is 19th century. So this is probably a time whenever, if the husband says, hey, leave it, the doctor's like, all right, bro.
0: Yeah, whatever.
1: Sure. Whatever you want. Nowadays, the doctor would not be allowed to just stop his exam. No. It would just be conducted. Right. You know, regular old autopsies.
0: So, armed with the story allegedly told to her by Zona's ghost, Mary Jane visited the local prosecutor, John Alfred. Alfred Preston and spent several hours in his office convincing him to reopen the matter of her daughter's death. Whether he believed her story of the ghost is unknown, but he did have enough doubt to dispatch deputies to re-interview several people of interest in the case, including Dr. Knapp. He was likely responding to public sentiment as numerous locals had begun suggesting that Zona had been murdered. Preston himself went to speak to Dr. Knapp, who stated that he had not made a complete examination of the body. And this was viewed as sufficient justification for an autopsy, and an exhumation was ordered, and an inquest jury formed. So that means that they dug her body back up. Yep. Zona's body was examined on February 22nd, 1897, in the local one-room schoolhouse. Whoa! And this is like just... One month after her death. So that's uh, fucking not acceptable. No, it is not. The autopsy lasted for three hours and found that Zona's neck had been broken. Shocker. According to the report published on March 9th, 1897, quote, the discovery was made that the neck was broken and the windpipe mashed. On the throat were the marks of fingers indicating that she had been choked. The neck was dislocated between the first and second vertebrae. The ligaments were torn and ruptured. The windpipe had been crushed at a point in front of her neck. Sue. Shu was arrested and charged with the murder of his wife. Obviously. Fuck. Duh.
1: Okay. So now we're going to talk about the trial. So Erasmus Shu was held in the jail in Lewisburg while waiting for trial. During this time, more information about his past was coming to light, as it does. He had been married twice before, as we've already talked about. And um, his first wife did accuse him of great cruelty, so I don't know exactly what that means. And the brick to the second wife, we're going to go ahead and call mysterious circumstances, less than a year after they were married, also. Which... (laughs) Is essentially about the time frame that Zona died. Yeah, because they married in 1896. They met in 1896, and this is 1897.
0: Do we have an old-timey serial killer on our hands? We most certainly do. What? So they were
1: married. So Zona, the third wife, was married to Shu less than a year before he killed her. So we've we've got the pattern going here. Um, so Shu had begun talking of wishing to wed seven women.
0: Whatever Erasmus
1: Ugh. He freely spoke of this ambition while he was in jail and even told reporters that he was sure he would be let free because there was so little evidence against him. Okay, are you serious? So little evidence, Sure. Um, I'm not sure how he landed on seven women, but that's disgusting, first of all. Um, and, but, I think at this time, divorce was much more difficult to obtain than it is today. Oh, absolutely. So, I don't think you could just be like, you know what, I don't want to be married to this person anymore. Like, you can now. I think back then, you had, I think... Adultery had to come into play Mm -hmm. in order to get divorced or obviously uh, circumvent the problem entirely and just murder your wife. That's what Erasmus decided he was going to do. Yeah. So he murdered a second wife, allegedly, and Zona, clearly. Um, Which, you know, makes sense. Because all that divorce paperwork... It yeah. would have been really inconvenient for him. Absolutely. His trial began on June 22nd of 1897, and Mary Jane Heaster was the prosecution's star witness. Um, prosecuting attorney Preston confined his questioning to the known facts and basically didn't include the whole Zona's ghost told her that Erasmus murdered her? Because I feel like that is not really clear and convincing evidence. No. (laughs) Perhaps hoping to prove her unreliable, the defense obviously questioned her extensively about the ghostly visits of Zona on Cross. But it seemed to backfire because she was a pretty pretty much a rock on the sand and didn't let it derail her and kept on with her same account of what happened despite intense badgering from the defense. So um the judge found it difficult to instruct the jury to disregard the story of the ghost because the uh <clears throat> defense had talked so extensively about it. And let's be honest the, dr- the judge can strike something from the record or tell the jury to disregard a statement, but you know what? You can't forget once you've heard it. Right. So when it's stricken from the record, it really just means that the court reporter is going to take it out. So if the jury wants to look at the transcript, which they can do, they can request a part of it to like look at word-for-word testimony, It won't be in there. Right. They won't be reminded of it. They won't be reminded of it. But they heard it, and you can't unhear it. Right. So the judge was at a loss as to how to instruct the jury on the ghost situation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it seemed as if the jury either thought the ghost, thought that the other evidence, the broken neck... Situation and Trout Shoe's past to be more compelling, or they just believed the ghost story. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, crazier things have happened. That's true. Um, either way, they uh, convicted him of murder on July 11th, and Sh- Trout Shoe was sentenced to life in prison, which I thought was kind of odd for the time period that this happened in. Yeah. I thought this would just be, like, death penalty without question. Right. But it wasn't. It was life in prison. And the Greenbrier ghost was never mentioned by the prosecution and played no part in the case against Trout Shoe is kind of the statement released by the prosecution. Of course it is. Of course it is. They didn't didn't want the public to grasp onto that. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Um... A lynch mob actually formed in the town and attempted to take Erasmus Shue from the jail and hang him, but the mob was disbanded by the deputy sheriff before any damage was done, and four of the mob's organizers later faced charges for their actions. Um, Mm.
0: There's that. The good news is is that uh, Erasmus died on March thirteenth, 1900. In West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville, he was a victim of an unknown epidemic.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that means, if that's some sort of illness that spread through the penitentiary or if there was, like, an epidemic of crime happening. I'm going to go with illness. Yeah, that's kind
0: of what I gather, but, you know. It would be cool if there was just something crazy that happened to him.
1: Yeah, I mean, prisoners kill other prisoners. Yeah. It happens pretty often, I think. I think so. I haven't spent too much time
0: in prison. Yeah. So I don't really know, but... Not enough time to know that. Not enough time. Um, He was buried in an unmarked grave in the local cemetery, so fuck you, Erasmus. Yeah. Fuck you and your stupid name. The state of West Virginia has erected a state historical marker near the cemetery in which Zona Shue was buried. And it reads... Interred in nearby cemetery is Zona Heaster Shoe. Her death in 1897 was presumed natural until her spirit arrived to her mother to describe how she was killed by her husband, Edward. He went by Edward for a while instead of Erasmus, by the way. Autopsy on the exhumed body verified the apparition's account. Edward, found guilty of murder, was sentenced to the state penitentiary. That was supposed to be prison. Yeah. State prison. Only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. That's fucking... First of all, that's
1: awesome. We're going to have to go there. We're going to have to go there. It's going to be on the list uh, for our travel channel show. Absolutely. That is, fingers crossed, forthcoming.
0: We'll keep you all updated, but you wouldn't know because none of you follow us on Instagram, so...
1: Uh, yeah, which is wildly uncool of you. Yeah. Just so you know. Um, So, I think our final thoughts are probably obvious here. Do not disregard what the ghosts are telling you.
0: No, they're there for a reason.
1: They have a... I think anyone who's watched hauntings knows that most ghosts have a mission that they are on. Yeah. And that's... That's why they're doing what they're doing.
0: Yeah.
1: Their spectral visits have an end goal in mind. And once that goal is accomplished, then they can rest.
0: Right. And pay attention to your dreams. That's that's true. That's true. Because it could be a ghost just talking to you.
1: Yeah. It, it could be a ghost giving you these premonitions. Um, It, it could be other factors. I don't know. I don't know what else happens. A little anecdotal evidence here of the importance of dreams is that I myself had a premonition-style dream. Let's hear it. When my youngest sister was pregnant. Well, this is before anyone knew she was pregnant, first of all. Ooh. I was staying the night at my dad's. And I woke up and my dad was sitting at the kitchen table. I was asleep on the couch because I did not live at home anymore. But I stayed the night there for an unknown reason. Um, But I woke up and my dad's sitting at the kitchen table and I looked at my dad and I said, I just had a dream that sis was pregnant. Like the instant I woke up, I said it. And my dad was like, don't say that out loud, even though I had already said it. It's Like now it's going to come true. Like, well thanks dad i already fucking said it <laughs> <laughs> but then i got up got dressed went to my mom's on my way home and stopped there and i walked in and i was like mom i had the weirdest fucking dream i dreamed that sis was pregnant and her and sis looked at me and they're like she is and i was like fuck What? That's wild. That's super. I was 18. No, I wasn't 18. I was like, I was 20, and Sis was 16. So she was young, and it was a real shock. It wasn't necessarily a shock for me because I (laughs) dreamed it. (laughs) It was so weird, though, Um, because I am not prone to dreams. Like, I think there are some people that have dreams that dream often, really vivid dreams. Mm -hmm. And I just don't. I mean, now and then I'll wake up and be like, God, I had a really weird fucking dream and I don't remember anything that happened, but I know it was weird. Yeah. But rarely do I wake up and actually
0: vividly remember what my dream was about. Well, the next time you do remember what your dream was about, um it's clearly because it means something. This is true. So notify me immediately. Yes. Um this was a very short episode. Yes, but it we're going to wrap it up because I have groceries to pick up and we are very hungry. And that's literally the whole story. That's literally the whole story. So Shout out to Laura for our beautiful, beautiful new logo. You did an incredible job. Follow her on Instagram. And Ariel, I cannot wait to meet you someday. It's so weird that you've actually never met Ariel. Yeah. She's cool. So we'll have to do that. Also, please check us out on Instagram and TikTok and do all that shit and rate us five stars and write us a review and send us an email. That would be um, amazing.
1: Yes, it would. And um, in the meantime, just, you know, be kind to each other.
0: And stay weird.
1: Okay, bye. Bye.